There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Core Press with Fanta and Adams. Our guests this week are Big East Senior Associate Commissioner of Men's Basketball, Stu Jackson, as well as Villanova 2016 National Champion, former Wildcat, big man, Daryl Reynolds. We did not talk basketball on this week's show, but we brought our basketball family together to talk about the systemic issues in our country and the social injustice. One highlight of our discussion was the failure of previous generations and the key for the Gen Xers in the world to take on more of a responsibility to not just have conversation, but be a part of change. Stu, you grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania in the 60s and 70s. When you think about those times to where we are right now, how would you compare what you remember about those times with what you're seeing today? Uh, Yeah, John, I mean, the comparison is is very distressing. you know, uh, I grew up uh, as a teenager uh, in the 60s during the civil rights movement and uh, pre and post Vietnam War. And, um, you know, I'm from a town in Reading, which is uh, about 50 miles west of Philadelphia at the time. It was a city of about 120,000, uh, but it reflected, you know, the ills and the problems um, that many urban centers. Uh, had at that time. And I grew up in a household uh, with a father that was a community activist. And I can remember as a teenager in our house, uh, you know, days and nights uh, with our living room filled with, um, you know, loud voices uh, behind the civil rights movement, uh, angry faces, um you know, uh, members of the Black Panther Party, um, you know, offering a different voice and hearing my father uh, trying to bring a sense of calm. And to witness that, it was stressful. Um, I asked a lot of questions. I gained some understanding as to why things were the way that they were and why Black people felt that they needed to fight for their rights, albeit in different ways. But it was an interesting time. So when I say in comparison today that it's stressful, I, you know, what has happened or come to light even more the past three months, um, what has been distressing is I now realize that the same issues that we faced back in the 60s are the same issues we faced here in 2020, and you come to the realization that little has changed, and that's a real stress point. Uh, It's an acknowledgement that 
you know, systemic racism and social injustice are today what it was back then. And it really is a signal that my generation, you know, we've failed. We have failed. And, you know, so, I, you know, I've been fighting those types of emotions, uh, you know, over the past couple weeks. Uh, emotions like just dismay and anger and disappointment and failure um, as you know and I use my point of reference uh, as a teenager back in Reading Pennsylvania where all those things have cropped up again and it's been you know it's been a bit of a, a bit of a struggle Stu at the stage of, of where your generation is does that mean that him, Daryl, myself, that, that, it, that this really has to be initiated by the people that are around our age. Because I'm thinking to myself, I look to my parents, I look to people in their, their 50s, in their 60s, but I, I think to myself this week because I've tried engaging in dialogue with that generation, and I have found it to be much more difficult than the dialogue I've had with people around my age group. What do you make of that? Well, um, as, as distressed as I per, am personally and, you know, the results of the failures of uh, my generation centering around injustice and, and racism, uh, you know, your generation to me um, truly does offer a ray of hope. And I can say that with some confidence and credibility that, you know, Gen Xers, millennials, you are different than you know, uh, you know, white that existed in the 60s. Uh, I see it in my own children in terms of their interactions with their friends. You think different. You think more progressive. I think the lines of race are more blurred, um, you know, with, with your generation, uh, John and, and Daryl and Kim. And that really, for me, gives me a lot of hope that change will happen. You know, yesterday I had an opportunity to participate in, you know, a protest. Uh, unfortunately, not for very long for, you know, only 20 blocks because I had to get back for a conference call. But, you know, to walk amongst, you know, those protesters, which was in the thousands here in New York City, you know, you look around and my goodness, <clears throat> you, you, you see people of all different races, all different shades of skin, uh, different genders, and it's just warming. And, and there, there was something very powerful that, um, you know, gives you a sense of hope. I mean, even the fact that in some of these protests, you look at some of the law enforcement who are walking and protesting in solidarity with the protesters, that's just not something that I ever recall happening in the 60s and those two things have really given me a sense of hope uh, you know through a difficult time daryl and kim you're in the philadelphia area i'm curious uh -huh. daryl what what have you seen have you participated at all uh just your thoughts uh b before i jump in that I, I just have to say something real quick uh Stu, i don't necessarily think that your generation failed in any way because we're dealing with something that's so deep rooted it's going to take 
a long time to get out of. Like we, we, we keep hearing the word systematic issue and I don't think people understand how far that goes back. Like it literally goes back to the, the, the start of this country. You know, it's written in the constitution that freedom for all and obviously the people in that room writing it had slaves. Like that you're talking about a fundamental ground level issue. So I don't think that, you know, anybody in the sixties necessarily failed because we wouldn't be where we are today without the, the the you know movement back then which got rid of a lot of blatant things like Jim Crow. The issue we're dealing with now is like really peeling back up under that rug and getting all the dust is still kind of under there. But as far as the foundation work that was laid in the 60s and 70s, I don't think it's fair to say your generation has failed. Um, but as far as Philadelphia goes, I went to a protest the other day. Um, you know, outside of right across from City Hall where the process pretty much was about removing that Frank Rizzo statue that they were guarding so heavily. Um, you know, Frank Rizzo was a commission, police commissioner and I believe an eventual mayor in Philadelphia, a political figure uh, who was, I'm not going to say outwardly racist, but for the 70s, he was outwardly racist as much as he could be uh, and enacted several things that just terrorized, you know, black communities. And that was something that people didn't understand why they're trying to tear down that statue as soon as the riots broke out the first day. And, it was for that reason. Woke up this morning and found out they removed that statue. The mayor had apologized, said it was already on the docket, but because of this, it's been extradited and that's no longer there. Uh, so Philadelphia is definitely moving. I think it's ironic that we're coming up on Juneteenth and 4th of July um, and all these changes are being made in a place like Philly where a lot of this started, but I'm proud of Philly, to be completely honest. We hope you listen to the full conversation with Stu Jackson and Daryl Reynolds, as well as Kim and myself. And check out Full Core Press with Fanta and Adams every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media.